Welcome to the Playbook for Financial Entrepreneurs. My name is Rich Spence, and I'm the president of Mortgage Center Canada. In my day job, I have an opportunity to sit down with the creators, leaders, and top performers in the Canadian financial industry. And we thought it'd be great to start to record those conversations to help every entrepreneur in the finance industry to get better. See, I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs. My great-grandfather, my grandfather, my grandmother, my mother, myself, my wife, and now my daughter playing the game of entrepreneurship every day. Actually, my grade six career project was the art of entrepreneurship. I love the game. I enjoy to study the craft and I enjoy playing in it every single day. This podcast is a journey for you and I to go through together to study and explore the art of entrepreneurship in the arena of finance. I'm glad you joined me. Now let's get started. Being a computer nerd, I absolutely loved this episode. I had the opportunity to sit down with John Castellano, who is the Director of Data Strategy for FCT. It was a great conversation around client data, privacy, what solutions are out there for finance professionals today and what they will look like in the future. John is an absolute expert in the subject and it was a real pleasure sitting down with John. I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so why don't we start? Why don't you just give a little history of you know who you are and what you do for FCT, just so the audience has an idea of how much of an expert you are in data in the Canadian financial space. No, I, I appreciate that for sure. Happy to provide introductions. So um, I'm John Castellano, and I'm the director of data strategy for First Canadian Title or FCT. And uh, I joined FCT back in September of 2017. And at that time, you know, the mandate was really, you know, taking a look at how FCT can really position itself in a better way in the data space specific to, you know, participants of a real estate transaction. So when I, when I mentioned participants of a real estate transaction, I'm referring to, you know, realtors, appraisers, brokers, lenders, lawyers, kind of everybody else in between as kind of our core customers. And essentially, you know, part of the journey that I've been on with, with First Canadian Title and continue to be on is how we can enable those participants through data-driven solutions. You know, as part of that, we, we developed our foundation, which is, is really our, our three pillars, first being data acquisition. Right? So taking a look at the Canadian data landscape, understanding what gaps exist today, but also what opportunities there are to really bring more data together into a single source so that we can eliminate those disjointed barriers that exist in Canada today. The second pillar is really our, our data transformation. So that's where we're really focused on ensuring that we have the proper tools and processes in place internally in terms of best practices around data governance, data security, and overall data transformation of raw information. And then the third pillar is really data delivery, right? And that's where we get into talking a little bit about our data-driven products, right? So looking at data-driven solutions or visual tools or valuation tools, um, like I mentioned, to enable the participants of a real estate transactions to drive more insights and help them make more strategic decisions. So that's essentially, in a nutshell, my, my mandate at FCT. Oh, wow. That's okay. And so for those that are not familiar with FCT and 
the amount of data that you guys would see and why you guys are the aficionados of uh, mortgage <laughs> data in Canada. Like from a transactional basis, how much data would FCT see in a year? Oh, it's hard to measure it. FCT is, is primarily known as, as a title insurer in Canada. So as you can imagine, if we just were to isolate our title insurance business, all of the data assets that are required to facilitate a title transaction, but also that we receive in a title transaction to issue a policy, it's very rich, right? I mean, we're, we're looking at data that stretches across you know, the consumer themselves, the lenders or parties that are involved that are actually processing the transaction, and then naturally about the property. And this is something that you know, for the last, I'd say, 10 years or so, FCT really started to come to an understanding in terms of how rich property data assets we have actually are. Because you think about our, you know, our mortgage processing, you think about our, our refinance program, our valuations program, our title insurance. When you kind of bundle those all together, we have the opportunity to actually see a transaction from end to end. So we've been collecting information end to end. Now, mind you, that doesn't mean that you know, we have the rights to use all of it. That doesn't mean that you know, we're exposing consumer data or personally identifiable information to anybody. You know, we've been very particular. We've been very strategic in our conversations in terms of how we best utilize that data so we can grow our data business. That was my next line of questioning is, I think to consumers and even some of the players like realtors, brokers, and lawyers, there's real confusion around what data is public, what data is private, and who owns that data. Maybe you can shed some light on it just from a plain Jane consumer perspective. So I'm Rich Spence, I own a house, and you probably, if I have an FCT policy, you probably know a lot about me, which would come as a shock to me. So maybe talk a little bit around consumer data and privacy and how you approach it. Sure. Yeah, great question. So I, I think the best way to describe that is really into two angles or two views. There's the, the FCT view, so how we view you know, privacy and personal data. And then there's the, the public view, which is you know, something that you know, we're all accustomed to and we all deal with today. So starting with the FCT view, you know, the way we like to divide our data assets is really you know, PII or personally identifiable information. That's the first piece. Personally identifiable information to us is anything that would give me personal details about rich that the public could potentially not access. So for example, your social insurance number, your credit history, email address, contact information, anything related to your actual mortgage details, if you do have a mortgage on the property, specific to you know, what was lent to you, the term, interest rate, that sort of thing. Now, we do receive that as part of how we service some of our products. I mean, it is required, but we absolutely do not store that information in a way that it's used internally or externally. So that's what we consider PII. Then there's the non-PII data. And again, this is the FCT view. To us, the way we view that information is really anything that's, that's available through the public. So when we're specifically talking about property data, right? you're talking structural information like your square footage, your bedrooms, your bathrooms, any specific details about the structure itself, we don't identify that as you know, a, a privacy issue. We believe that should be made available publicly. In addition to that, when we start talking about assessment and tax information or title history, that's all public record, right? That could be purchased direct from the municipality. You can walk into any municipality, you pay your set fee, whatever it may be. For that municipality, you purchase the, the transaction report and you have access to that information. That to us is non-PII. 
So PII and non-PII, you made a clarifying statement that that's how FCT views it. Is there regulation around that or is that just, that's just how you, your company and you look at data? So that's how we look at, at data. Now, the, the question there around how the regulation or the regulatory bodies view it, that, that's that second angle, right? So we have the FCT perspective and then we have, we'll call it the public perspective, the, the regulatory bodies. That info to them, that information is made public. It's non-PII. They still classify it as non-PII. However, the parties that are in place to protect the information for the regulating bodies have dictated or determined how that information can be used. So going back to your original question around, you know, how do we know what data is private? How do we know what data is public? There's no clear cut answer in Canada, right? It depends on who you ask. To the, the governing bodies of this information, they would argue that, yes, this information is public. However, how the information is used, the terms of use, the commercialization of data is determined by the ones holding it under lock and key. Mm. When you ask the general consumer, I think there's, there's a... a really split debate or argument in terms of whether anybody should have access to this information and who actually owns it. Is it the consumer because they've transacted on a specific property? Is it the facilitator? So for example, you know, is it the lender, the broker? Is it the title company because they're registering it on title, the land registry? So the, I mean, the questions, they always go unanswered. And again, it depends on who you ask and in what province. Yeah, it's amazing how much information is available. I, I know I've, I've pulled market assessment on my own property because we have access to these type of tools. And I was amazed about how much data was available publicly. It was about the property. There was a little bit about the mortgages registered against the property. But I was amazed at how much data by a few keystrokes an individual in the industry could get. Yeah, and, and it's it's funny you say that that it's uh, you know to the eyes of an average consumer, it looks like you know that the reach of data is so great and so interesting. But when you think of it from a service provider perspective, you know, for example, either FCT or even think of it from a broker perspective, we look at that and we suggest that's not enough information, right? It's it's we need more. We're always looking for more, and I think at the end of the day. You know what we'd like to preach to some degree and hope that you know the general public or consumers or like I said, the service providers can understand is that the more information we have, the better customer experience we can provide. right When you take a look at the United States and Canada and the difference there, information is readily available with a single click, anything you're looking for in the United States. And what that's done is it's created a lot of these prop tech companies. It's created a lot of these digital, mortgage solutions and platforms for brokers alike to actually deliver faster services and better services because they have access to greater information. And I think Canada is just really lagging behind in trying to get that information to these providers of, of information to these educators, if you'd want to call them that, to provide that better customer experience. What are we missing that you could see in the next five to 10 years in Canada for our mortgage brokers and for our consumers trying to get a mortgage? What are we missing that you see coming down the pipeline? I would say it's a single source of truth. And to define what a single source of truth is, is really that one provider of relevant information to a real estate transaction that has access to it without the barriers, right? And not just to each region, but also with the data providers to that specific region. You know, we, we imagine this utopia and we're trying to work towards this 
utopia where with a single click, you know, a, a mortgage broker, for example, would be able to identify all of the information upstream about a consumer, right? The application is just pre-filled. It's done. You don't need to rely on the, the consumer's version of the truth. You don't need extra documentation to validate the data that's being provided. It's just there with a single click. In addition to that, you know, with that single click, they're getting the property information. If it's a refinance, they're getting the mortgage information. It's packaged with a nice bow sent off for underwriting to adjudicate way faster than we've ever imagined before. That's the utopia where there's that one single source of truth that can provide all of that relevant data in a single click. You can see a bit of that popping its head out now, though. Like, I mean, for example, from a property perspective, you know, 90% of the property information is contained within your, your data. Consumer data, you know, with the right clicks of the mouse and authorization from the consumer, you can pull NOA straight from CRA. You can pull banking statements straight, straight from the bank. Again, all with consumer authorization, but I think we're close. I would agree. We're close. But also, you know, we're, we're in 2021 and approaching 2022. This is something that, you know, United States, the majority of Europe, UK specifically, they've been doing this for the last 10 to 15 years and they've perfected it. You know, so our challenge is, you know, we're still trying to understand what are the licensing rights? Why is it still a gray area? Who owns the information? And I think the challenge is a lot of these, these organizations have come across in making a lot of this data available is trying to streamline it to keep that transaction seamless. You know, you mentioned you can go to one site and you can pull the NOAs. You can go to another site, you know, get the credit, credit information for the consumer to validate. Then you can go somewhere else to get the property information. That's the challenge, right? It's, it becomes redundant and it increases the, the chances of manual efforts, right? And manual errors. That's the challenge we face today. So, I mean, if we can streamline that, then we'd be well ahead, even our counterparts in the United States and the UK. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I, again, I can see it's starting. It's not fully integrated with technology yet. I see, that, I see it all coming together, probably within the next five years, for sure. Yeah, I would think so. I, I think we're, we're definitely off to a good start. Like you said, I mean, we've, we've progressed significantly over the, you know, the course of, for us, even ourselves, the last couple of years. I mean, we... we or when we first started the journey, and you know, when I looked at it in 2017, you know, we were identifying maybe coverage on you know, 70% of properties across Canada, and now we're sitting at 98%. And that's not just because of you know, the hard work that FCT has done, you know, plug the FCT commercial there, yeah. um, but it's, it's also because of the collaboration with partners, right? C- collaboration with our customers, with the service providers like brokers, with the data providers, because everyone's trying to achieve the same thing at the end of the day. Trying to keep up with growing customer expectations? FCT can help. Since 1991, we've delivered innovative products and services to the Canadian real estate market. We're focused on developing data-driven solutions and the most advanced property intelligence tools to improve the experience across the real estate lifecycle. As breakthroughs in technology continue to shape the real estate industry, we're at the forefront of what's possible. To learn more, visit fct.ca today. What is the coolest data tool you've seen so far? It's a great question. You know, without talking about our own, I can talk about your own. I, I mean, <laughs> without releasing trade secrets, but what would you say? Wow, that's pretty cool. I never thought I could do that. Or, or you really need this or like, this is coming. Watch for this. 
To be honest, it, it's not in Canada yet. You know, we've made strides towards it and we have a version of it, but First American's data tree product, that is definitely something. I mean, if, if you're looking to better understand where we need to be, take a look at First American's data tree product. That data tree product is literally everything required for a transaction right at your fingertips. You know, checking for fraud, getting a holistic view on a property. I mean, from the time that the property was built or the, the actual structure was built, how many times it's transacted, who all the lenders were, the lawyers, uh, the realtors, the appraisers, and everything else in between. It keeps copies of all the documentation that have transpired on all of those transactions. That's literally with a single address search. You get all of that at your fingertips in a matter of seconds. Really? Wow. Far, yes. Yes. By far, that is the coolest data product I've seen in the real estate and financial service space. And that's in every state in the United States every or state. certain states? Wow. They have 100% coverage. That's amazing. That's, that is, is that the ambitions of FCT in Canada? It is. You know, we're, we're actually very fortunate that they're our parent company. Right. So we, we've been able to you know, learn from their early mistakes when they were developing the product. But also at the same time, we've been able to take advantage of you know, their skilled resources that they have in terms of actually building out a similar product in Canada. Oh, that is cool. That is very cool. I think for me, and I think we've talked about this before, one of the coolest data tools I've ever seen is a plug for, for these guys is uh, Viewpoint in Atlantic Canada. If, if anyone's never seen it, viewpoint.ca, I think is the domain. It's, it's kind of a, it's the entire city of Halifax and Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, where you can, each lot is aligned in a, in a graph, kind of like a Google map type thing. And you just run your mouse over the lots and property information is given to you. The thing I liked about it is it's for, you know, a non-data person, it's just very easy to use. It's, you know, and you can kind of visualize an entire city and look at listing information, historical information on the property. It's a very, very cool product. Definitely. I would agree with you. Definitely. I'm very familiar with Viewpoint. You know, we've leveraged it ourselves. Definitely a lot of rich information. I think what's most impressive is, you know, what you had mentioned, which is their visual layer, right? It's very easy for somebody non-technical, doesn't have that much experience in data, to just kind of move the mouse around. And, you know, from a consumer perspective, if you're looking to purchase in that area, it gives you enough information to make an educated decision on whether that area is right for you. So they've definitely done a tremendous job in building out their visual tool. Yeah, I'll have to give them up. We'll mention them in the show notes and tag them online <laughs> in the show. So what do you got coming down the pipe? What, what is the next big product out of SCT with regards to data and tools? And you, know, you talked a lot about leveraging property data and providing tools to you know, the realtors, brokers, and lawyers. What's, what's the next big thing coming from you guys? Yeah, that's a great question. I think you know, for us, it would be our golden record. So our, our golden record is really the Canadian version of, of DataTree. And essentially what we've done is, actually, I would, I would go as, as far as to say, because this is kind of where we are in that journey of the golden record is, it's a mix of data tree and viewpoint, right? So, you know, mm. data tree itself, when you look at it from an infrastructure or the background layer, it's where all of the data resides. So as I mentioned, you know, we're, we're sitting at, you know, 98% coverage of property data across Canada right now. We're not stopping because we know that, you know, you can break down a property in so many different ways. But we've been effectively working towards building out that single source of truth. And that's really kind of that data tree perspective where we bring it all in-house. 
The visual layer to that is our golden record. So, you know, I mentioned to you that we've been working towards this utopia of giving enough information, relevant information to a specific transaction in a single click. So our golden record today, you know, gives you your standard addressing information, property details, so the structure details I mentioned, a little bit about the sales history and sales data. Uh, we're working with data partners to add in assessment information. We've also added in valuation tools. You know, we have our own AVM. We have our own property estimator. Um, the property estimator is that more cost-effective pulse check on a value of a property. And the, the golden record would actually house all of those tools. And you can leverage the golden record either at an address level or for the purpose of a neighborhood view. And the reason we built out the golden record is to do a couple of things. It's to, it's to make it available to all of those providers within that transaction at every point of the transaction. So when you think of generating leads or lead generation and identifying opportunities as part of those leads in a specific area, the golden record would encourage you to do that. It would give you the tools to do that. When you think of the actual application intake, you know, data prefill, our data consumable APIs are embedded within the golden record. So it can actually connect to any system of record. When you think of adjudication, Right, the golden record is that one pulse check, enter the address, and we can provide you the details to validate the information that's been provided to you to help you um, actually adjudicate a specific deal or transaction. And then lastly is the servicing. Right, Our golden record, because it's containing all of the valuation data, neighborhood data, sales data, property data, it's a great way for a broker to identify ways to continue to communicate with their customer even beyond you know, completing the transaction to improve that stickiness. That's what we're working on evolving because it does exist today. But obviously, as you can imagine, you know, the market demands a lot very quickly. So we're just you know, at this point focused on keeping up with market demands and, and driving innovation. Wow. So first of all, whoever thought of the brand name, the golden record deserves a raise because that's the coolest product name ever. So I think that's, that's really cool. You said something interesting there. And, you know, as you talk about all of this automation and you talk about integration for consumers and brokers, I know there's some people listening and some people have that doomsday thought about AI and technology and all of these tools replacing originators or replacing that middleman of the realtor, the broker and the lawyer. But but it's interesting the way you framed it is that all of these tools are to help those individuals communicate better with clients, create more stickiness with clients. So it's it's interesting the creator of the tools being you don't see it as this as a way of consumers mitigating the middleman. You see it as enabling that realtor and broker and lawyer to better service customers. No, I, I definitely I appreciate the understanding on that because that, that's exactly our approach, right? Our, you know, we're not a B2C organization. You know, we, we know that at the end of the day, the actual consumer benefits from having this information. However, they would benefit more from getting it from the professional that can actually explain it to them, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's one thing that I, I personally believe AI cannot replace, right? It, it cannot replace the human touch the human interaction where you can ask questions and actually get you know an educated human response at the end of the day you know we want to give the tools and the solutions you know to the providers so that they can then provide that best customer experience they can answer the questions and like you said you know stickiness is the key word there right we we all need to develop relationships and trust at the end of the day the consumer is going to go with who they trust 
And if, if they can leverage a professional that can give them enough information, then they're building that trust. Absolutely. The older I get, the more I don't want to do this stuff myself. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather go see a professional that can make heads or tails of it because, you know, a lot of that information is overwhelming. And if you read it wrong, you can make an expensive mistake. So it's a good angle. I definitely agree with your approach to the technology. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, John, any final thoughts for our audience? Anything you want to share about data, FCT yourself before we sign off? Oh, wow. I mean, it's uh, my favorite color is blue. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> favorite, favorite sports team, Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah. It is. I was just going to say blue and white to be exact in honor of you know, the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> kicking off their season on, on Wednesday. No, I, you know, what, one thing that I, I would definitely want to leave the audience with is, you know, what we've built, it definitely took a lot of time, a ton of resources, a ton of planning, but, you know, we were able to do it because of our strategic partners. Right. And that, that would include, you know, the majority of the audience, I would assume, Absolutely. Um, especially in, in the broker space. You know, we've been very transparent in identifying what their current gaps are, you know, what they believe that utopia could be. And we've taken that in and, you know, we've given it every thought imaginable, or at least we think we have, and tried to build them really a, a true solution to help them in their current roles and, and for their future roles. So we just, you know, we want to say thank you to, to our partners because, you know, we're only able to deliver this because of them. Well, thanks, John. You know what? FCT has always been a great partner of Morgan Center Canada in the broker community. And I look forward to the, like I've participated in some of the tools that you have today and they're, they're always well built and well crafted for for users. They're not just like, you know, data tools just to have these, you know, convoluted big data tools. So I appreciate what you guys are doing. You guys are great partners. I can't wait to see the golden record. That's something that, that I can't wait for that. That's going to be something that I, I know that consumers and brokers are definitely going to use going forward. So again, John, thank you very much for today. Thank you for your partnership and thank you for the conversation. Likewise. Thank you so much. I appreciate the time and to continued success. I look forward to it. Thanks, John. Thank you.